Hello, sweet one. I was talking with a gentleman the other day who said he was too shy and awkward to find love and that he felt it was best that he stayed lonely for that is probably what his life was intended to be. And I want to share with you the advice that I gave him for I believe that all of us have felt that way at one point in our lives or another. I know I have the feeling that I could never be loved, nor that I deserve to be loved, and that emptiness and loneliness would be my constant. And the advice I gave began with three simple words. Those words are, You are love. You are love for this is a way that God intended it to be. It is a natural state of being. God blessed you with the gift of life and he made you with a heart. A heart to be loved, to give love, and to receive love. And that is it. Do not overthink it. But I know you will. I did. We all do. And so I will explain further. Love is the antithesis of the finite world of mathematics. It is not a set equation whereby once you give something, you retain the remainder. It is not where if you have one heart and give that heart to another, you are left with no heart. No, love is not bound by the constraints of the proven, the methodical, the limited world of possibilities. Love is a natural, free-flowing energy that follows no set rules and is infinite in existence. Voltaire was one of the greatest philosophers of all time. And he is noted for saying, Love is a canvas by nature and embroidered by imagination. What he meant by those words is that it is natural to want to love and to be in love. For all of us are love. And from the branching out of love, there are endless possibilities only limited by your imagination. Just as the artist who paints on a blank canvas will create something unique and beautiful that bears his or her soul to the world, so too will your love. You are the blank canvas, and you alone must begin to create, to paint the life you want, a life full of love for others as well as for yourself. For the saying is true that you must love yourself first before you are capable of sharing that love with others. Love is about sharing yourself with others. If you forget how special you are, 
If you forget you are full of love, then what do you have to offer others? You must believe that you are love, and from that foundation, you will attract others for whom you can share love, share yourself. Oh, and one other interesting tidbit that I want to share. Although love is not a mathematical equation, as so well said by Voltaire, it is interesting to note that the one true love in his life was a 27-year-old mathematical prodigy named Emily, proving that opposites do attract, and when they do, when anyone is attracted to another, each becomes greater for it. In Voltaire's example, he and Emily went on to write some of the most important pieces on science, physics, and philosophy. And with that said, I want to continue with the Leo Tolstoy story on love. Chapter 2 Faintness Simon approached the stranger and looked at him and saw that he was a young man, fit with no bruises. on his body, only evidently freezing and frightened, and he sat there leaning without looking up at Simon, as if too faint to lift his eyes. Simon went close to him, and then the man seemed to wake up. Turning his head, he opened his eyes and looked into Simon's face. That one look was enough to make Simon fond of the man. He threw the felt boots on the ground and undid his sash and laid it on the boots and took off his cloth coat. It's not a time for talking, he said. Come, put this coat on at once. And Simon took the man by the elbows and helped him to rise. As he stood there, Simon saw that his body was clean and in good condition, his hands and feet shapely, and his face good and kind. He threw his coat over the man's shoulders, but the latter could not find the sleeves. Simon guided his arms into them, and drawing the coat well on, wrapped it closely around him, tying the sash around the man's waist. Simon even took off his torn cap to put it on the man's head, but then his own head felt cold and he thought, I'm quite bald, while well, he has long curly hair. And so he put his cap on his own head again. It would be better to give him something for his feet, thought he, and he made the man sit down and helped him to put on the felt boots, saying, There, friend, now move about and warm yourself. Other matters can be settled later on. Can you walk? The man stood up and looked kindly at Simon, but could not say a word. Why do you not speak? said Simon. It's too cold to stay here. We must be getting home. There now, take my stick. Now step out. And if you're feeling really weak, lean on that. And now step out. The man started walking and moved easily not lagging behind. As they went along, Simon asked him 
And where do you belong to? I'm not from these parts. I thought as much. I know the folks hereabouts, but how did you come to be here by the shrine? I cannot tell. Has someone been ill-treating you? No one. No one has ill-treated me. God has punished me. Of course, God rules all. But you'll have to find food and shelter somewhere. Where do you want to go to? It is all the same to me. Simon was amazed. The man did not look like a rogue, and he spoke gently, but yet he gave no account of himself. Still Simon thought, who knows what might have happened, and he said to the stranger, Well then, come home with me, and at least warm yourself a while. So Simon walked toward his home, and the stranger kept up with him, walking at his side. The wind had risen, and Simon felt a cold underneath his shirt. He was getting over his tipsiness by now and began to feel the frost. He went along sniffing and wrapping his wife's coat around him, and he thought to himself, There now, talk about sheepskins. I went out for sheepskins, and I come home without even a coat on my back. And what is more, I'm bringing home a naked man along with me. Matronia will not be pleased. And when he thought of his wife, he felt sad. But when he looked at the stranger, and he remembered how he had looked up at the shrine, his heart was glad. And so, sweet one, next week I will tell you the rest of the story. But until then, I want you to remember that you our love, and that love cannot be stagnant, or it will stop in being, just as the blood to our heart cannot cease, or you will perish. Walk proud, knowing you are love, and have the ability to share that love with others. Remember, love comes from the spiritual and is about making connections and expanding joy. And never forget that one of the greatest loves you can give is love for all humankind. Express your love for humankind by helping those less fortunate than you. Good night, sweet one. Sleep well.